It will be a split screen moment with two uh, desperately different narratives on what's happening at our southern border. President Joe Biden going down there, visiting a place where there has been relatively few illegal crossings. Former President Donald Trump going to an area that is basically a superhighway for illegal immigration. Uh, both of them trying to spin the story their way. Um, the one thing that is being lost in all of this is a very harsh reality that our nation's cities are being burdened by this and a national security threat based on the kind of people that are trying to get in. We have seen a change in the makeup of individuals trying to cross illegally. It is not just Central American folks looking for economic opportunity or fleeing oppression in their home countries. This is brought into a clear focus by a wonderful op-ed uh, in the Daily Caller from Emilio Gonzalez. He is the uh, former director of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services under President George W. Bush. He's also a, a U.S. Army intelligence veteran as well. And uh, he penned this op-ed with Senate candidate and former House Intelligence Committee Chairman Mike Rogers. Uh, good morning, sir. How are you? Thank you for the invitation. Excellent to have you here. I want to talk about this this change that we've seen in the composition <laughs> of those crossing illegally. We're, we're pretty familiar with the idea of, of Central Americans seeking refuge or opportunity, but you are giving voice to something in terms of Chinese and African immigration that is totally unique. What is it about that that causes you so much concern? Well, uh, the main thing is, is, and one of the things that I, tr I try and tell people when I talk about the subject is, when you look at the southern border, quite frankly, it has very little to do with immigration. And, and try and wrap your brain around that. Um, this is a, this is an existential threat to the United States. This is a national security threat. This is a humanitarian crisis. This is a fentanyl crisis. This is an identity crisis, identity theft crisis and we can talk about that later mm -hmm. but more than everything else this is a business and 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 people fail to understand you just mentioned it you have folks that are being trafficked from west africa to turkey where they jump on an aircraft uh run by turkish airlines and they take a flight to bogota colombia and then when they get to colombia they make their way to the panamanian border where they meet other traffickers, and they walk them all the way up to the Texas border. Um, that takes a lot of logistical planning. That takes a lot of money. And it turns out that the only people that are not making money are the U.S. taxpayers. When, when, when you think about it, uh, I read a statistic last year. State and uh, federal government spent $450 billion on illegal migration. Mm-hmm. Everybody that comes through there has money. Somebody has to pay for those flights. You land in, uh, this, again, this is another example. You land in Colombia. Um, you know where to go because uh, a lot of the non-governmental organizations have set up paths for you to head to the borders, if you will. They give you maps on where to go. Um, the traffickers make money. The people along the way make money for supplying food and water and transportation and accommodations. And then they get to the United States, and the only person that doesn't make any money is the U.S. This is a business. This is an international human trafficking business that needs to be stopped. 
Uh, Mr. Gonzalez, I want to ask you about about the bipartisan border bill uh, that was killed by uh, the former president. What, what what is the solution? How do we how do we solve this? We have two sides who are trying to come together to solve it. Was that bill not good <clears throat> enough? Well, the border bill, quite frankly, is a disaster. I mean, I, I read it twice. To the, the first time I read it, I couldn't believe how bad it was. I thought maybe I was missing something. Um, and all the border bill does is it provides money to facilitate bringing in more migrants across the border. You know, it calls for more immigration judges to speed up the courts. It calls for more border patrol agents and everybody is, you know, glad handing. Yes, we're going to have more law enforcement, but the border patrol agents we have now aren't allowed to do their job. They're there to process people through the border. So we're going to spend, you know, billions and billions of dollars and we're not going to put an end to this. If anything, it's going to exacerbate the situation because it'll be so efficient and so streamlined that it'll just draw more people. Um, so, so that is, for me, it was a non-starter. The House bill, the, the House bill, was that better? No, the House, the House bill, the House bill is is quite strong, and and the House bill, you know, does what needs to be done. You know, hey, let's before we start talking about all this other peripheral stuff. Let's just put an end to what's happening at the border. Let's let's stop the crisis in its tracks. Um, and the House bill does that. Um, but there's a lot of things um, that this administration could do that they don't. I mean, they, they just they really have no interest in doing this. So um, if Joe, Joe Biden's going to the border today and he's his his uh, administration keeps paying lip service to, well, he's considering some tougher measures. If he really wanted to address this and be honest upon his visit to the border and announce something meaningful, what should he announce? Look, um, he is going to he says he's considering tougher. Why are you considering it? Just do it. There are existing laws that he can obey. Right now, the federal government gets around existing immigration law by, you know, having policy changes and uh, executive orders. Just obey the current law. Don't make state leaders the enemy like like Greg Abbott. Mm-hmm. You know, why is he why is he a bad guy? Because he wants to protect his state. They, they should end catch and release. You don't need congressional approval to do that. He could do that with a signature. You know, they, they've bought hundreds of millions of dollars to construct the wall. Yeah. Why not? Just, why not just keep constructing the wall? Remain in Mexico. Exactly. That's another one. Remain in Mexico. And the other thing is. They need to they need to engage all the regional governments forcefully. You know, why is it that every country in Central America, why is it that these migrants cross 11 national boundaries to get to the U.S.? Why? Because none of those countries are going to let them stay there. And all of those countries are going to make money. So they don't they don't care if there's a caravan of 10,000 people going through Costa Rica. They're not staying. And oh, by the way, on the way through, they're going to drop hundreds if not millions of dollars in in all sorts of the necessary things that they need to buy so so again you engage the state department you listen you sanction governments you sanction businesses all these airlines that um I'll give you an example one airline added flights to nicaragua uh because business is so good i mean who goes to nicaragua on vacation nobody Right. These are all flights of migrants that are flying to Nicaragua because Nicaragua facilitates their travel to the United States. Right. Emilio Gonzalez, we thank you for being with us. We should also point out um, you raise issues with the Chinese migrants, uh, a huge influx 
of illegal Chinese migrants and that there, that there is an espionage concern there as well. We thank you for your time, uh, and you can find Emilio's uh, commentary in the Daily Caller along with Mike Rogers. Thanks for being with us.